How does a digital consumer culture mesmerized by end products ever take stock of beginnings? That's what Tim Ingold asked over the weekend when he spoke at this year's Make Symposium at the Crawford College of Art and Design in Cork. For Ingold, Emeritus Professor of Social Anthropology at the University of Aberdeen, part of the answer comes through art, but only when we understand art as a bigger and broader practice than we've learned to, only when art is a practice of seeing and learning from the world rather than a sector built around professionals. Tim Ingall spoke to Culture Files' Rachel Andrews about thinking and making in a post-digital world. It's a horrible word, but I think in a sense we should be artifying everything and that, 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 that it's not that we should add art or try and give more space for art alongside other subjects, but rather we should see that there is art actually in everything we study because it's the process of study itself that's what the art is you can be studying anything and it's still art Uh, so we should try and get art out of the ghetto stop thinking of it as this this sector and rather see it as an aspect of the way in which we pay attention uh, to the world and what we see of art are expressions of that attention. My name is Tim Ingold. I'm Emeritus Professor of Social Anthropology at the University of Aberdeen. One could even think of a school, say, say a primary school located in its community, where the kids are going every morning to to work in the school along with the teachers, what if one treated that school as a collective work of art that is being produced by its community? At the moment we think art in schools, but why couldn't we perhaps turn it it the other way around and think of the school as art? So, So there are ways of changing our attitudes and uh, for example the Bauhaus I thought actually exemplified that sort of approach. I think many art schools are trying to exemplify the same thing but at the moment the art schools are being trodden on uh, by these mega educational institutions that we have now. So that's what needs changing and we need to bring that that um, mentality is the wrong word, but that, that way of thinking about it back. There are a lot of experiments going on on a very small scale for alternative education, alternative universities. They're popping up all around the world. Uh, and in a, But they have no institutional support. They have no finance. They're operating on a shoestring. And um, so somehow they have to be brought into the mainstream um, so that they are considered worthy of public support and and that will require a lot of work. But but I think that the issues at stake are are, are really huge. They can't be they can't be packaged into some little corner. They're, they're issues about how we think about the future. So what really made my heart sink, for example, is when our I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately from, from the from the UK. It's a rather sad country at the moment. But but when 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 our Chancellor of the Exchequer, who's a powerful man, 
gets up and says he has his grand vision for the future of the country, which would basically turn the country into a kind of version of Silicon Valley, dedicated to innovative new technology, grand companies, artificial intelligence. I think that is not a coherent vision for, uh, for a living world. It's just the opposite. And that's what makes my heart sink, because so much of, uh, of creative endeavor uh, in our country and, and many others is being hijacked by this kind of agenda, uh, and often for purely financial reasons, or just to keep going institutionally. But it has been hijacked, and, 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 and this is very, very damaging, I think. My own view is that the, the digital economy that everybody sees as the golden age of the future will maybe last an, another century at most. And we have to think about a post-digital world um, because this digital world is not going to last. Uh, and um, to rush headlong into that as though it's the only way into the future seems to me to be foolhardy. I think for creators of the work, no work is ever finished. And as soon as, uh, maybe there's, there's a moment at which you have to say, well, I'm done with this work, now it's going to go off to, somebody's going to buy it or it's going to be exhibited. But as soon as, you're, you're already on to the next thing. So the, the work itself uh, never, never stops. And, and a complete work is just something that is discarded along, along the ways, the offcuts, so to speak, of, of a process that, that goes on. But we're all caught or trapped to some extent, in a contradiction between that sense of, of a continual creation of things, uh, giving birth to things all the time, and the requirement of the society we live in for works to be shown, exhibited, possibly sold. Uh, and of course, the, the creative artist, for example, depends on that often enough for a livelihood. So, so we are caught. In, in, in that dilemma. So we, we have to distinguish between novelty and newness, or novelty and renewal. Uh, so now, for example, we're just in the month of March, we're all waiting for the spring, and, and in springtime, we're all excited because we have the feeling that of a renewal of life. Uh, plants come out, the leaves come out, animals return, and so on. We're not interested in whether these are, are new, in the sense that they're different from last year, was simply interested in, in, in how life renews itself and springs up again. Uh, and with that process perspective that I was talking about, uh, we celebrate the renewal of life rather than always expecting things to be novel, because novelty is, about, is not about new beginnings. Novelty is about a plethora of ends. And I think that in our consumer culture, our capitalist culture, we have become rather too obsessed with ends and have forgotten the value of beginnings.
Tim Ingle there from this year's Make Symposium at the Crawford College of Art and Design in Cork. We'll be back at Make 23 next time to meet artist Anne Hamilton to talk about more literacies of the hand.